Welcome to the show. We are sharing stories with solutions from people who have overcome adversity and healed their life. I am your host, Victoria Johnson, teacher trainer for the Heal Your Life Workshop Teacher Program and the Heal Your Life Coach Training Program. You can learn more about me and the training at thetraining.ca. That's T-H-E training.ca. As Louise Hay always said, the point of power is in the present moment. So let's get started. Hello, listeners. Our guest today is Morgan Beard from Los Angeles. We are so happy to have her with us and we hope to have a conversation about overcoming feelings of unworthiness, internal obstacles, and how to de-stress using creativity and to connect to our inner wisdom. So welcome to the show, Morgan. Thank you so much for having me. It is my pleasure. Well, overcoming unworthiness. I think everyone on the planet has dealt with this at some point. And uh, some people are stuck there for many years, if not a lifetime. And can you share with us a little bit about yourself and maybe a, a personal story about overcoming unworthiness? Sure thing. Yeah. Overcoming unworthiness has been a huge arc in my journey toward kind of embracing who I am at the deepest level and allowing myself to run with that. So a little bit about my background and I'll kind of allow it to take that theme is I grew up on the East Coast and I moved to New York City after college. And I kind of did that because I got a job in an industry through a connection that my dad had for me and thought, okay, this is something you should do. I was I was uh, working in independent film at the time. And yeah, I basically just kind of allowed my path to be completely prescribed by what other people tell me I should do or think or whatever, because I had no sense of it for a long time. I had an awareness of these overarching themes that I wanted to use my creativity and I wanted to help people, but I had no idea how. And I certainly didn't have the self-awareness or the really even the idea that I could or deserved to be happy and living my life for myself. So I think that was the biggest shift that I've kind of worked myself through over the course of the last... 10 years. <laughs> so how did that um, start? Yeah. Like, how did that journey start? Like, what was the guide or what was the light bulb that you were like, maybe I deserve to be happy? Yeah. And of course, it's many light bulbs as you walk turning on. It's never just one thing and then your life is solved. I make I like to make that clear because I so often get in the trap of like, if I can just find that one solution or that one thing that's just going to blast me into the whatever. And it's that kind of is that like perfectionistic, like black and white thinking of like, I'm one golden solution away from pure unending happiness. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I have the, you know, the partner, uh-huh. the money, the job, the, the exactly. house, the whatever. Yes, exactly. And no, it's a long walk with yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Well said. A long walk with yourself. Yeah. So you got to stop for breaks, you know? (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I, I was working that job in independent film and just knowing that it was not for me. And I actually had an LSD trip that was a big part of my sort of soul searching journey, which again is, you know, a lifetime of that. And I was, I decided to paint. I've always been artistic and painting was kind of the main medium that I was into at the time. And I 
I was spending like minutes and minutes cleaning the paintbrush, getting ready to do the painting, which was the thing that I was supposedly excited about. And then I just started thinking, I want this paintbrush to be the best paintbrush it can be, to be the vessel for this art. And then I was like, what if I could help many people self-potentiate, like do their own work to be the best paintbrush they're going to be? And it kind of occurred to me that using art as the vehicle for healing was a thing, like art therapy was a thing. So I went right into exploring what art therapy programs existed in New York where I was at the time. And I went and I got my master's from SVA, the School of Visual Arts in New York. And I thought I was going to be an art therapist for the rest of my life. I thought this is the perfect marriage of the creativity and the desire to help people. Boom, done, solved, golden solution. I'm good, right? <laughs> And so I, I, that education was just unbelievable. And really what it did was taught me an entirely new way of seeing and feeling through life that healed me. And I was working towards my licensure as an art therapist in New York. Uh, I was working at a nursing home and it was just, it was the wrong setting. It was the wrong population. And I was done with the city, to be honest. So I totally burnt out. And I went into the deepest depression I had ever been in. And deep depression was not an unfamiliar territory for me. So I was like, I've got to change something. I know enough to know that something isn't right and I have to make a shift. And so I moved to Los Angeles purely in search of sunshine and better weather and a culture that's not quite so just grind all the time the way that New York is. And then I kind of fell into the coaching world through being an assistant to someone else who was a coach. And that, again, expanded my sense of like what was possible. And I had all these tools in my toolkit and then I could use them in a much more expansive way. And I'm still at four years into doing that, learning and growing and using tools that I discover every day through my own personal process. Isn't it amazing how that happens and how life just unfolds before us? And you know, when I think back at my life and my plan. This plan that I'm currently living, I could have never made this up, right? Yeah. But it's just taking that one step forward, that one step forward, that one step forward. And, and in doing so, overcoming those internal obstacles. So what are some of the obstacles that typically show up for people? Yeah. So the conversation of obstacles to me brings up, there are obstacles that show up on sort of the external plane, like I don't like my boss, so I want to change my job. And then there's the internal obstacle that's like, I am afraid to do something new, to, to let go of what I have and to attempt to find something new that will be better without a guarantee, without certainty of what that will be. And so I think it's it's taking a clear, honest look at what both of those are, the external obstacles and the internal obstacles, because they're both kind of manifestations of the same thing in a way. They're linked. So you can you can act in the external world and that can shift things in the internal world. And you can act on your internal world and that can shift things in the external world. So it's this beautiful kind of like co-evolving process as you go. And yeah, for me, making that move to Los Angeles, a lot of people have told me like, oh my God, that's so brave. And it's like cool when people call you brave because who doesn't want to hear that? But like I was in such a miserable place that it felt like I didn't have a choice. But having made that choice and taken that leap of faith on myself and then really landing into this life that was so much better. And it was like as if it was built sitting here waiting for me. That affirmed 
that 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 approach was right and it it really strengthened my self-trust and my faith in myself which has continued to build as I've gone on to make other decisions and take other leaps in different areas. I think that people listening will be able to relate to that and relate to sometimes you know we are nudged into making change and sometimes there's this giant neon sign that we're pretending we can't see. Yeah. Uh, so somehow the universe God creator just uh, makes it so we have no choice mm-hmm. right that we have to uh, listen to that. And so when we do see these little signs along the way, just a reminder to trust our intuition, to trust our inner wisdom. And and as Morgan was just saying, the more that we trust, the more that we practice that listening to the intuition, the more that inner wisdom grows and the confidence in our own decisions grows as well. And so now you're at another crossroads where you're thinking about moving to Mexico. That's so interesting. I think we would all like to do that. I live in the North. Everyone here would. (laughs) Yeah. So my intuition now, when it speaks to me, I can hear it a lot clearer and I can, and faster because like you said, it's always speaking to you. It's always showing you these signs and you get kind of practiced at knowing what those are and when to pay attention and how really, I think the most powerful tool that I've stepped into is listening to my body as my intuition shows me things and really being in touch with every bodily process and part of my body as sort of a potential sign and a way that it might be talking to me. Like sometimes it's like my ear is ringing and it's like, okay, what am I not hearing? What am I not listening to? You know, there's different signals and you can kind of, you can go a little bit wild with what is this, what could this be a metaphor for? But if you're paying attention and you're looking at the comprehensive picture of all the little signs and signals of what's being reflected to you, not just through your body, but through your relationships, through the things that you encounter, what problems are you having with your car? You know, <laughs> you could kind of piece the puzzle together and then move on things more quickly once you get kind of practiced at reading that language. And yeah, I think I've just realized, okay, I've kind of gotten what I needed to out of living in LA. I did all these amazing things that I could have, like you said, could have never planned out for myself. And now I think I've kind of got what I needed to out of this chapter of my life. And it's time for the next thing. It's time to shed certain things that I thought I needed when I moved to LA. Like coming from New York to LA, I didn't I didn't want to just move to a city where there was nothing going on because stepping down from New York, it's like, holy guacamole. But now I'm ready for that next stage of like less going on, more nature. And I'm really looking for community and just sort of a new a new amount of like spaciousness and a natural environment that kind of lends itself to that. Living in a city can be very extractive and just draining. And it's harder to like listen to yourself. It's harder to have space to really take care of yourself and nurture your environment. So yeah, I'm just listening to all of those things. And I didn't even really know where I was going to set out until recently because... I told people my aspirations and they would tell me, here's here's where I think you should go. And I actually have a flight booked to Costa Rica that I'm just not going to take because since then I've zeroed in on Mexico. My intuition has kind of guided me there. So it's it's that combined process of like listening to those signals and letting go, letting go of what you thought it was going to be, the expectations, the plans, the this and the that, and being willing to kind of dance with whatever is is coming to you. I love that you shared how we get this uh, knowing in our bodies as well and asking ourselves, okay, so I've got this ringing in my ears. What's this all about? What does this mean? Because we do have such a strong 
um, connection, you know, to, to healing our lives, healing our bodies through our minds, through our thoughts and, and remembering that, you know, we are the thinker. Uh, we are the one who gets to choose the thoughts and how to move forward. And when you chose to move from New York to LA, you know, it was for a specific set of reasons. And now when you're choosing to move to another location, it's a specific set of reasons and trusting, uh, you know, people always say, trust your gut. Well, I'm mm-hmm. saying that literally trust yes. those feelings in your body as part yeah. of the process for moving forward. And for everyone listening, you know, if you're having these aches and pains and problems, just really asking your body, okay, you know, I feel this pain uh, right between my shoulders. Body, what is it you're trying to tell me? And mm-hmm. work on healing your life and healing your body through that mind-body connection as well. Yeah. Uh, so I do have a, another question for you sure. uh, because I love that you're such a creative soul and and I loved how you shared about how can I help other people really improve the quality of their paintbrush. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> so how do you help ignite creativity in other people to uh, help them relieve stress? What What is a tip you can give the listeners? Sure. Okay. I'm just sort of processing what that question was because initially I had like an imprint of what I thought you were asking. And I'm like, okay, no, I'm going to let go because she wants me to give a tip for how can other people ignite their creativity. Okay. I think it's ultimately being willing to say yes to yourself. When you get an intuitive impulse, even if you don't understand it, like playing with it, writing it out. And there are so many voices in your head for some of us and in different phases, they're louder than others that are giving you 18,000 reasons why you shouldn't just put your song on really loud and dance, why you shouldn't go home early because you want to rest, why you shouldn't, you know, if you are being bombarded by reasons not to do it in your mind, that's a pretty good indication that your gut is telling you something and your mind is trying to silence it to keep you in the status quo, to keep you kind of in the same vibration of your fear or your desire to stay in your comfort zone versus like what really excites you. So we, our mind is constantly extinguishing our fire and our our fire is trying to like, give us a little spark. And it's our job to kind of be the steward of that spark, even at its smallest. And to just notice like how much our mind wants to dampen it and how much other people want to dampen it too, because they're in their minds. Yes. Um, yes. And anxiety is so contagious. It's wild. You have to work really hard to fan your flame. You know, I just loved what you're talking about, that rational mind. So I work a lot with people with addictions. And this is something that I say, that voice you hear in your head, Mm-hmm. It's you. It's not a little gremlin who gets to boss you around and tell you what to do. It is you. You are the thinker. And when you catch yourself rationalizing, as Morgan just said, when you're coming up with all of these little stories, right? Catch yourself rationalizing uh, why not to do something or why to do something that you are trying to avoid. Recognize it just as that. Okay, that's a rationalizing thought. And as Morgan said, going to your body, listening. Okay, what's what's really going on here? What actually is for my highest good for helping me? And the when we practice that way, when we practice getting out of our head, uh, you know, that's when we can really be guided uh, by creator. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So beautiful. So thank you so much for sharing those tips with us. I always ask what a favorite quote is. And uh, you had uh, said this beautiful quote, which basically is, I am at the right place at the right time with the right people. Mm. Oh, amen to that. And no matter, I'm just going to expand on that and then ask you to, I would invite the listeners, whatever is going on in your life right now, if it is super fantastic or super difficult, uh, you're at the right place at the right time with the right people. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, hearing that, especially with the with the idea of even when it fe- when it feels wrong, when it doesn't feel good, you're at the right time, at the right place, with the right people, because it's like this is your work right now. Yes, Oof. yeah, and just being with that tension allows you to know, okay, this is really tense. So I want to find something that feels smoother, that feels looser, where I feel more accepted. There you go. That wouldn't happen if you weren't with the right time, the right place, the right people feeling crappy. (laughs) Absolutely. And you know, when we're listening, I mean, this has happened to all of us. We all look back and we say, oh, now I understand why that happened. I understand why I went through that. I understand why I met that person. Uh, So just, you know, having that trust in ourselves again and in the process of this beautiful thing called life. Yeah. yeah. So people can learn more about you at morganbeard.coach. So that's M-O-R-G-A-N Beard, B-E-A-R-D dot coach. And I will put that link into the show notes. Uh, Do you have a final tip or anything that you want to share with the listeners? Mm. (sighs) I would say whatever it is you're experiencing, wherever you are right now, feel it totally. Yes. Just be with it 100% because if it sucks and you're kind of bypassing it, then you probably have to learn it again. So it's more efficient, really, to just, <laughs> just you be know, with it Morgan, totally. <laughs> I love that you took a second and, and took a nice deep breath before you answered that. That answer is just absolutely phenomenal. And just this morning, I had a, a conversation with a client about that. She said, I'm feeling sad. Why am I feeling sad? I'm like, why not feel sad? Just let yourself feel sad and let it pass through. So often, I think as people in in pursuit of personal growth, we think, oh, I have to be happy all the time. And feeling sad is a bad emotion. Not at all. And so uh, do what Morgan suggested. Feel what is is passing through and just be in touch with it so that you don't have to learn the darn thing again. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Thank you for being on this show, Morgan. I've had a lot of fun. It was an absolute pleasure to have you here. Ditto, ditto, ditto. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to become an internationally certified Heal Your Life teacher and coach, please visit thetraining.ca. To be a guest on the show and share your story, please visit victoriajohnson.org. Thank you so much for joining us.